You're listening to Head Table Talk, and I'm your host, Meredith. Every week, I sit down with a wedding industry professional, and we chat the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. So please, join us at the head table and prepare your toasts. Hello, 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 Head Table Talkers. We are back. Next week is Hinterland. It's going to be so exciting. It's only going to be 104 degrees the first day I'm out there. It's fine. I'm fine. Not worried whatsoever. Um, Yeah, welcome back to the podcast. So we have a great episode this week. Um, First, I'm going to answer some Ask Meredith Anything questions. Sound good? Okay, so first one is, what is your favorite part of a wedding day? Um, so for this one, I would say, like, I have two different answers, like, photography-wise, and then, like, just as a person. So photography-wise, I really love doing detail shots. I feel like I can get really creative with those, and every wedding just has, like, such different details, um, so there's always different configurations of lay flats, flat lays, um, so I really love doing that. And also just like working with the couple, I feel like that's also a time when you can get really creative, try new things, different backdrops, every, every wedding. Um, yeah, those are really fun to photograph. As a person, I'm such a sucker for like father-daughter dances, um, like gift giving times. I feel like any of those like super unique to the you type of moments during the day. I I really do love those. Those are such good parts of the day. Um, and also dinner. I love food. I love wedding food, especially. It's always delicious. Um, yeah, give me all the food. <laughs> okay, next question is on the topic of hinterland. So perfect. Hinterlands next week, who are you most excited to see? Oh my goodness, where do I even begin with this one? So I'm just going to go through each day of the festival and give like my top two that I'm most excited for each day. So Thursday, I'm most excited for Nick Shoulders and Billy Strings. Obviously, those are going to be great. Also very excited for Sierra Farrell. Like, it's going to be awesome. Friday, I can't pick two. I'm literally going to be there from gates open until Glass Animals leaves the stage. Like every single band on Friday, I am looking forward to. Saturday, very excited to see Jenny Lewis again. Saw her open for Harry Styles on this last tour. Obviously excited for Nathaniel Wrightliff and the Night Sweats. That was one of um, the custom songs that we had our band learn for our wedding was a Nathaniel Wrightliff song. So I'm excited to see that. Sunday, excited to see Muna again. Saw them open up for Casey Musgraves and they put on a great show. And now that the Aubreys aren't playing, they're going to play a longer set, which is exciting. Um, really excited for Kurt Vile as well. And then obviously Phoebe Bridgers. That's it's going to be great. So yeah, was that all of them? All four days? It's going to be so much fun. If any of you are going to Hinterland, hit me up, say hi. I'm going to be all over the place all weekend. Um I just can't wait. Stay hydrated if you're going. Bring some, you know, cooling towels, liquid IVs, just everything 
to stay cool. So I can't wait to update you all after the festival and tell you what a great time I had. So with that being said, since I will be out in St. Charles next week, there will not be a new episode. So we will be back the week after that with a new episode and I'll catch you up on all things Hinterland. So we are going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. We have a new one this week too, so make sure you stick around for the sponsors and then we will be back with Ash. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Hinterland Music Festival. Hinterland Music Festival is four days of music curated for all who love both music and the outdoors in a beautiful rural escape just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. The festival features music, camping, arts and crafts, family engagement, food trucks, and more. Taking place this year, August 4th through the 7th, with a lineup you won't want to miss. Some bands I'm personally looking forward to are Glass Animals, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, Billy Strings, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, Phoebe Bridgers, Muna, Jenny Lewis, Goth Bay, Petey. There's so many good ones this year. Head to hinterlandiowa.com for details, safety guidelines, festival tickets, camping passes, and more. And stay tuned to our Instagram for ticket giveaways. See you at Hinterland. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Beloved The Shop. Beloved is a curated collection of women's elevated basics and versatile styles. When you shop with Beloved, you know you are working with a company that truly has heart. I mean, love is in their name and literally everything they do. With things from everyday essentials, adorable accessories, and 18 karat gold jewelry, Beloved is your one-stop shop for a capsule wardrobe. I recently got some products from Beloved, and to say I'm obsessed is an understatement. The pieces I got were high quality, so comfortable, and so reasonably priced. You can take advantage of their amazing prices and more by using the code HTT10 at checkout for 10% off. That's code HTT10 at checkout. Shop today at BelovedTheShop.com or find them on Instagram at BelovedTheShop. Pick up an Ankeny and fast shipping available. On this week's episode, we have Ash of Midwest Blooms Co. Midwest Blooms Co. provides floral arrangements for all of life's moments. These florals are not your average wedding flowers. They are out of this world creative, bright and beautiful. Ash really knows what she is doing. Welcome to the head table, Ash. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited you're here. Your flowers are gorgeous. For having me. I'm very excited. So I kind of gave a brief overview about your company. Can you kind of tell our listeners in your own words how you got started in the wedding industry and just kind of what you do? Yeah. Um, so pre COVID I was in dentistry for a very long time. And once we were shut down, I was forced to stay at home and (laughs) into this, um, buried passion of mine. And I really took the lunge. Um, and I just, I went for it. I, that's how I got into it. I just, I went for it. I was forced to be at home with the little ones and start playing around with this, this dream that I had. And it just took off with it. So you said buried passion. Did you like, you love like flowers and arrangements growing up or is it something that you just discovered? Um, I loved them growing up. Um, I've always had this, um, I guess. So I've always struggled with like anxiety, depression, and PTSD. Um, so I've always caught myself like doodling and, um, being 
the two bright colors, just something that like, as a joke, I'm like, oh, my serotonin levels are going up. Uh, <laughs> always kind of spoke to me and I've always watched my grandma and um, just always have such a gorgeous garden, but I've never had anyone teach me. Like mm. I into this, there was a correct way to process a flower that mm. sounds self-taught in everything that I've done. Um, so just having a creative outlet and being able to teach others, I'm very big on if somebody messages me and, Hey, how did you do that? What is that? I'm very open to telling them how I did it. Um, because when I started and I reached out for help, there are some, as we learned that are not as big on that, which is fine. Um, but I'm very big on wanting to help others because there is a need for just different types of style and the florals. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm all about, you know, community over competition for sure. There's plenty to go around and just being open and helping each other out, I think is something that's very underrated. Yes. No, I absolutely love it. And it's, um, it's definitely really neat when somebody reaches out to you and they're like, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. What you do? Cause at first I'm like, wait, are you making fun of me? Because <laughs> so self-taught. So I'm like, wait, do you really like it? Um, right. this is how I did it. This is how I do this. Um, like I love it. Right. And it's not like someone's going to take exactly what you're doing and just recreating it. They're going to add their own spin onto it and make it something else that's unique. And this world needs beautiful flowers, you know, there's plenty of flowers to go around and they (laughs) that I'm like, the world needs more. And I joke with everybody. I cannot make the same bouquet twice. You can give me the flowers, but my hands, they, it just cannot do it. And I make the exact same thing, but I'm like, I, I can't do it. I've tried. It does not work. So each one of mine, I'm like, they will always be different. So oh, that's awesome. The flowers you do are so, so gorgeous. They're so bright and colorful and just, you know, not like your mom's wedding bouquet where it's just like a perfect circle of, you know, sunflowers and different, you know what I'm saying? Um, where do you find that like you get a lot of inspiration from to like make these really cool abstract bouquets? I've found that I just really like pulling different colors. Like in my head, I'm like, these palettes would be just so pretty together. And um, a lot of my brides that um, when they show me like their vision boards and their mood boards, like I explain to a lot of them, just like when um I give the example a lot when you hire your photographer, um, you're, you're going with their look, their light area, or their moody or they're saturated. Um, just like my bouquets are very unstructured, whimsical. I'm not a spiral, but I will give you referrals for the ladies that I highly recommend that can do that. Mm-hmm. But mine, I feel like I just, I look at something. It was, um, like that really bright yellow and pink and corally one I did with, um, that was a citrus inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mean those and just, just going with it or just going to the cooler and grabbing a sweet tea and then going with it. That sounds so terrible, but that's no, just- no, it's, it's perfect. I, 
oh there's I love the like whimsical look of bouquets and just because you know that's how flowers are in nature too they're not just perfectly landscaped I mean some are but (laughs) yeah it was it was really nerve-wracking starting because I even to today I I still have a lot of learning to do which is great um but I still second guess myself after everything I deliver even when somebody tells me they love it Cause I'm like, mine does not look like all mm. of the people in the industry and look up to, cause I'm just such a different look and a different style, but I have to embrace that. Cause I'm like, there is something beautiful to mine. Cause like, and it's all hand tied. And I'm just like, no, I've got to own that. So, so. Something beautiful. It's all beautiful. Come on. So would you say like, starting business and everything like imposter syndrome can kind of hit you. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like that's such a hard thing in the wedding industry. A lot of, you know, the people that we work with or quote unquote, the, if you want to say competition, um, you know, it's all out there on Instagram and all that. And it's hard to avoid it. And it's hard not to compare yourself to what other people are doing. So what are some things that you have found could help you out with like overcoming that? Um, a good support system. Yeah. Is, it is that, um, and it sounds silly, but it is just waking up each day and just knowing like you will have, everybody will have a bad client. Everybody will have a bad day and it is just trying your best. And just believing in yourself and remembering why you started this and just just going each day. There are some ladies that I have made friends with in this industry that have my back that I never thought I would experience before. And it is, it is amazing. So it is in yourself that just, just keep going. Oh my gosh. I love it. I'm going to just use that as a pull quote right there. Like amazing. (laughs) It is, it is a great feeling it fills your cup oh my gosh yeah yeah absolutely what would you say is like your ideal clientele like someone's coming to you for weddings like what kind of florals do you think that they are looking for I love it when they come to me and they're just like this is my palette and they show me some but they're like your just, but they know that my style is just very unstructured. Um, but they're just like this, what I like, and here you go. Usually how it, um, but I love it when brides don't come and they don't, a lot of brides like, are like, I don't like carnations. And I'm like, well, why don't you like carnations? Cause carnations are not the same. They were like back when I was in high school. <laughs> right. And that's what we go to thinking of is like, the grocery store carnations. And then when I show them what a new carnation looks like, they're like, oh, that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of let me have that free reign of adding in texture and movement. Cause I'm like, I love it when my bouquets bounce or have that movement. Oh. So that is just kind of just that trust. Cause yeah. a lot, even still, like I probably do this terribly, but I talk to them all throughout the process. I'm like, yep, that's fine. You can send me your info. You, if you have an idea, send it to me. After the wedding, I still talk to them. They're my, yeah, I think it's fantastic. Um, a lot of brides that I've done with styled shoots that I've booked, like to do their actual wedding, it's 
it's so fun to like, you just mm-hmm. kind of your journey. So it's, it's fun, but sorry. I no, I love it. And they just come to you and they're like, I don't know what I want, but I know I want these colors and I want you to just bring it to life. So they just really trust you and your vision. Yes. And I think that's what all florists want is mm-hmm. you're, and we have a creative design and we're all so different and we want you to just trust us with our design and let us have that because that's essentially what we are is a designer. So trust right. us with your, your photographer, for example, with their design and you'll love the outcome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What is something about being a florist that people might not know or would be surprised to hear is like part of your job or your daily life? Oh, we, <laughs> all day. Um, we break down boxes all day. Um, honestly, like right now we, well, we've been probably dealing with it for the past year, but the flower market right now mm. is are just through the roof and the shipping and the product shortages. So it is us having like last year, we all had to face not getting glue in. Um, like for our, yeah, it, you know, coral grew, um, and we couldn't give that, that in for our corsages or there was a week period where we couldn't get white roses. So our like floral meme was, and we could find toilet paper easier during <laughs> roses. So it's just the weather affects our market. Um, because a lot of our blooms come from, you know, South America or overseas, you know, and our prices. Um, a lot of people probably don't realize that when we quote our brides, um, we eat a lot of costs because we've already contracted them and we right. can't know that the market was going to jump 25%. Um, so we are yeah. trying to get creative in all aspects, uh, utilizing local flower farmers, if they have stuff, um, substitutions, just, it is just, we're like MacGyvers, <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> right now um but yeah it's oh my gosh I mean you know everyone's talking about gas prices and baby formula all this stuff but it affects truly every market and florals are no different it is but the community um around the metro is really great and I truly feel like we've all kind of rallied together and if one of us needed something and one of us had it um Mm -hmm we would all come together to make sure we had it. Um, but like, I know, um, in the larger flower groups, like hydrangeas are shorted right now. So the large ones out in, you know, California, they're facing that. So it's just, it's affecting a lot right now. So I've just explained to all brides, you know, trust and grace and understanding right now, just very honest about it. Like your wedding will be beautiful. Just there may be some substitutions. You just have to have that trust. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's crazy. That flowers and everything. Oh, uh, wow. Easy. Yeah. Would you say like the cost of them has grown like exponentially? Like, can you give us like just an example? Um, it, crazy. Like a couple weeks ago, for example, I had um, someone very adamant on a certain rose and I looked at m- my cost alone. And for one stem was $29. Like, so that's like 
<clears throat> like a 300% growth. Oh my and gosh. I, you know, so we have florists all over the country. And I think they said since COVID, like 30% of like florists have went out of business because, it, you know, here I am trying to start up one, but uh, <laughs> it, it's just these costs have just gone, just gone through the roof. Right. I, we can't get any product or the product coming in isn't great. And we have to eat that or the shipping is just, you know, doubled and it's just, and we want to deliver these beautiful blooms because our standards are so high, but mm-hmm. these, nobody really gets to hear about the stressors that we're dealing, dealing with. Right. So, yeah. At where we're just like, you're hit with it and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. What? that's definitely what I was quoted you know that's crazy so would you say like how far in advance is the best time then to like book your florist or like with it right now does that change anything so I have I've had a couple brides for 2024 reach out and what I've been telling them is I can't give them a quote just because of the floral market but I can put them on a list mm. with them after the first of the year, if they're still interested, but, um, it just wouldn't be responsible of me to give them any type of quote right now. Um, but like, right. Because I mean, like you have to be in business too, you know, like you, you got to pay yourself too. I was like 2024. That's just off the, I just can't even think about that right now, but that's, you know, after like the first of the year, like we could talk about that, but 2023 brides, it's usually we're telling brides, like at least like that year you should mm-hmm. be and just because everything's booking up so fast. Yeah. Just have it on the books because I'm like, I kind of want to plan too. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, we're all kind of getting the general like spray of everything is we're all just getting kind of burnt out just because we're like, Pinterest is not real. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> well, you have to have a budget and you have to re- have realistic expectations. We're all just kind of like, you just want a happy clients just, but I mean, everybody's anxious to get married and we're all yeah. upset, you know, they're added stress. And so it kind of bums you out, but then you get those wonderful clients where you're like, I just want this all year. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is there any kind of like style or trend or anything that like you're dying to create for a client? Uh, I am just, I just love all of the color that's coming back. Um, cause this past year, it seems like everybody was kind of blush, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, but I just love that all these colors, I mean, I just love creating color. Yeah. Um, a whole lot of pompous just because everybody was kind of doing that last year it's their wedding day but I (laughs) big colorful wedding like just well I'm like I would love for the bridesmaids to be in like black and all of the color be florals like yeah yeah I have a I have a wedding next year where like she specifically said like she's gonna have like a lot of muted decorations, but she want her she wants her florals to be like the pop of color. Yes, I'm excited because one of my weddings in August, her 
bridesmaids are like a uh, blue floral print. Mm. They're like garden and all the florals are white and blue, but I'm like excited just because of the print of the dresses and the overall look. I'm like, oh, it's very like Bridgerton. I'm very. Yeah. So That's going to be really cool. I can't wait to see those. <laughs> that like, yeah. print, like that. For so sure. Well, it's kind of going out of the box with that. Yeah. Are there any flowers that like you hate working with? Um, no, 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 I think they all have their own unique challenges, but they make something beautiful. So we just kind of like back it up. Right. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a like brick and mortar location? In Guthrie Center. In Guthrie. And so can people like come in and buy flowers or is that just like your shop? Nope. They can come in. It's right on the main street. It's actually uh, an old bank. So. Oh my gosh. So cool. So you're in an old bank. Was the spot like, did you get that then like during COVID or what was the process of starting your business? Kind of the timeline. Um, so it's actually been a salon and it's still a salon. Uh, it's where I got, um, and it just worked out with the owner kind of wanting to get out of it. So you still a salon and a floral shop. So it's kind of right on the corner. It's fun. <laughs> I love it. A lot of stuff during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So, okay. So we kind of talked about timeline and everything like that um, and the cost of florals. What is something that like really feeds you about working weddings? Um, I, <laughs> so I love seeing the bride's face. I love to see the bride's face. Um, just kind of that whole um, first look, I guess, with her bouquet mm-hmm. and everything that we've kind of worked on and planned just come together for her and the happy tears, the just everything for her day is just kind of started. It's, it's just a wonderful feeling. Um, it's just bringing, it's just all of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, I don't know if it's because like just growing up feeling like I never had like, you know, feeling like you never having the, um, that support or somebody in my corner wanting to go. Mm-hmm. Above. So it's just like delivering and doing that above and beyond it. And somebody just like feeling that and like, right. every, I don't know. It's just that satisfaction and just knowing that everything is done for them. And I just know that they're so happy. I don't know. I like mm-hmm. chronic pleaser, I suppose. <laughs> no, I love it. It's so sweet. Wedding florals are something that I think people can overlook, you know, when, when planning a wedding and they just think, oh, you know, I'm not going to hold it all day. What's the point? But it really is such a statement and makes the whole day. I don't know. There's just something about it, you know, anything. I'm like, get your bridal bouquet. Like if you want to not get real floral for anything else, your bouquet. Yes, I totally agree. I think it's, it's something that should not be looked over. 
for sure. So, um, okay. So this has been amazing, Ash. I cannot wait to the next time I'm in the Panora area, stop by your little store and get some flowers. I'm a big plant person. I love to garden and I have a green thumb and I love having flowers in my house at all times if I can. I just think, like you said, they're a serotonin booster. For sure. I mean, usually I say I prefer my serotonin store-bought, but if I can get it from flowers, that's great too. Yes, for sure. I love it. So where can our listeners find you at? Um, I'm at 322 State Street in Guthrie Center, right on the main strip. Awesome. And then online, where can they find you as well? MidwestBloomsCo.com. Awesome. Oh, I did have one more question. What is one thing that you wish photographers got more photos of your florals, like by themselves, like with just like the bride as a background? What's something that we can do to help you out? Um, I always try to tell them this too before I leave, but more of the florals facing out, less Mm -hmm. stem, but more more probably with the bride in detail shots. Um, I think we're just always like, I always try to tell brides too. I'm like, you don't want to have your stem showing, like sticking out for your florals or for your photos. Um, you want to have your blooms because that's what you're essentially like right. paying for and you, but more so the detail photos. And I always try to do a good job of making sure, um, in like the quote and stuff that we've laid out to have flat lay photo or floral. Oh, yeah. So I always try to cover the bases, but I think photographers, just those detail photos, they're super pretty and you appreciate them once your gallery comes back. Right. So be mindful of like tilting them more towards the camera. So the stems are further back. Yes. I'm like, it always feels weird, but you want to place them closer to you, stick them out. It feels weird, but it looks so good. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. Thank you for that tip. Okay, Ash, at the end of every episode, we toast to something in the last week that has made us laugh, made us happy, uh, brought us some joy. So I'm going to go first and then I'll have you go if that's okay. My new hobby is stripping paint off of old doors. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but so our house was built in 1920 and just over the course Since then, people living here, there's about three coats of paint on every single original wood door in this house. So I have been on a mission, slowly but surely, stripping down the paint, refinishing them. And it's a really satisfying thing to to see the finished product for that. So that's what I'm toasting to is refinishing old doors to giving them new life again. Yes. (laughs) I had a little uh, old lady come in. And she told me that she did not know uh, flowers came in a raspberry color and it made her day like, and she thought it was the coolest thing ever. So it made my, it made my day. I was like, yes, they are raspberry roses. And she was just like, it matched her lipstick. It made her day. Like it was the coolest thing. Stop it. I love old people so much. I'm going to (laughs) cry. I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. So that is adorable. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for hopping on the pod. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. I can't wait to just follow all of your beautiful florals, especially that blue and white wedding this fall or in August. So I'm very excited. 
Thank you for having me. Yes. All right, listeners, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye.